let's take a quick trip down memory lane, Eric. What was it like breaking that 18-year playoff drought with the Bills in that 2017 season? It was extremely special because at the time, that was my ninth season. I was playing in the midst of the longest playoff drought in all of pro sports. And there was just so much negativity in the town. It was, woe is me, here we go again each and every season. And then prior to that 2017 season, everyone thought we were tanking. And we're looking around saying, man, if if they're going to keep Shady McCoy and Kyle Williams and Richie Incognito and Lorenzo Alexander and Jerry Hughes and all these guys, if we're going to keep all these guys, I don't think we can tank. Like, they need to get rid of some more guys or else we have enough talent to go win some games. And so with Tyrod Taylor as our quarterback and, you know, I, I don't even want to call it a ragtag group of dudes. It was more of a, a group of guys that were banding together that were all on the same page. And, and that was it wasn't like that at any other time in my career where, you know, maybe we had more talent at other times of my career, but everyone was on the same page. And that's exactly what Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean envisioned. They envisioned guys that had the same type of makeup that would go out and compete every Sunday. And that's the team that breaks the drought. And in the dramatic fashion that it happened down in Miami, we needed Cincinnati to beat Baltimore. We watch it in the locker room. It was just absolutely special. One of my favorite moments of my life. Well, I, you know, Eric, I've heard you talk in your podcast and in different interviews of just God winks in your life. What is a God wink and how do you see God winks in your own life? So God winks is a very short book that I believe is also available on audiobook for any of those out there that like audiobooks. Extremely short, like one, one or two sittings and you can knock it out. But essentially a God wink is what you would consider a coincidence in your life if you weren't present enough if you didn't take the time to fully digest like what God was doing in your life. And it's amazing how many times in your life that God will connect all the dots for you. And if you're not taking time to sit in prayer, to be present, to, to have a gratitude progress, uh, uh, a, a gratitude practice in your life, that you'll miss those those times that God's up there saying, no, no, silly, that's not a coincidence. You didn't just get lucky. I am doing all these things. This is the plan I have for you to prosper you. It's all coming together now. And so for me, I've I've been so much more conscious of God winks in my life over these past eight, 10 years. I got baptized 10 years ago. And so I'm not saying immediately I recognized every coincidence in my life. And I, I see every circumstance as a God wink, but it's amazing. Even just little things by starting your day off. Hey, Lord, show me the one at a time that I can impact and and put those people in front of me in my life. And it's amazing. You'll get a cup of coffee 30 minutes later, and you'll be having a conversation that you you may or may not have otherwise had. And God's up there saying, there you go, my son. There's my God wink for you. That's awesome. And it's looking for the little things that God does in your life. I, I love that. And yeah, it's very affirming on, you know, just the things that we see in life. Oftentimes we're like, oh, where's God? And it's just those subtle little God winks. I love that. Yeah. So it's I, like, well, real quick. And on yeah, my go podcast, ahead. I don't, on my podcast, it's such a wide variety of high performers that come on the podcast. I'm trying to learn from anybody and everybody from an NFL quarterback to a preacher to a CEO, to a life coach, whoever it may be. And it's amazing how many times someone will speak confidence into you, speak truth into you at a young age that later mm-hmm. in life you think, wow, God put that person into my life. I think back to a Buffalo native, uh, Chad Michael Murray. He has a life-threatening illness. He's sitting in a hospital and the nurse says, and Chad's a pretty good looking dude, and the nurse says, you should go be a model out in L.A., 
And he said, man, I would love to do that. And she said, you could be an actor. Well, that little moment there, as, as God put him in a hospital room with this severe illness, he gets the words, the confidence spoken into him by a nurse that's there to heal him. And then he goes on to be a just top-notch world-class actor and one of the most famous guys on the planet. Nine seasons in the NFL with the Bills. A lot of highs and lows uh, during your time there. A lot of questions have come up from these athletes on adversity. So I got to ask you, know, you what, you've been through it during your time on and off the field. How have you handled adversity and doubt in your life, and especially during your career in the NFL? I'll go a couple different directions with this. One, Chris Morgan, the FCA director that I mentioned from the University of Louisville that introduced me to a relationship with Christ. He used to always tell us when we were in college, you're either going into a storm in life, you're in a storm, or you're coming out of one. So storms in life, adversity is always going to be coming at you. In the book of James, right off the bat, it talks about consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. And then it goes on to say that that this testing of you will make you mature and complete. It's that adversity. It's pushing through that adversity that gets you to become the complete and 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 uh, full person that God wants you to be. No adversity is not fun. But uh, Paul talks about consider it pure joy, or James, sorry, James talks about consider it pure joy. So, and, and he's saying like, no, it's not about putting on this fake smile, this fake joy about you and saying, no, I'm a Christian. I can never have a bad day. That is not the true. That's not, that's not truth. What is true is that God will give you, the Bible also says that that God will not put you through anything that you cannot handle. So you can handle this moment, push through it. And then the more times that you push through adversity in your life, the easier it becomes and the more complete person you become. I, my first four years in the NFL, I got hurt every single year. And I'm telling you, it was the, some of the hardest times of my life, being a first round draft pick and then thinking that everyone thinks you're this bust because the bills aren't winning and you're hurt every single year. And there was a ton of adversity around that, but pushing through that, I could truly enjoy the seasons that I would go through injury free, making a pro bowl, making the playoffs. You truly enjoy those moments when you push past that adversity. Appreciate that. I got to ask, you know, you talk about habits. What are small habits in your life that keep you grounded each and every day? What does that look like for you today? Uh, on a day-to-day basis, I start off every morning in the Word. Um, I started posting the verse of the day on my Instagram story every day. And and, I, and really, I just did it once because it, it spoke to me that morning and I was doing it anyways. I had so many responses. I said, you know what? If I can share this, if this could be a beacon of light for in someone's day, maybe they catch something they need. So I get up, I, I get into the Word. Afterwards, I'll, I'll post that uh, Bible verse of the day. First thing I'll do is I'll set out coffee for my wife. And I, I'm the first one. I, cup of coffee. I set out the fixings for her. I don't what want it to go cold, but that, but that to me puts me in a mindset that day. I'm here to serve my family. Like I'm going to serve my wife first and foremost, and I'm just going to set the coffee out. And that's just, it's a very small thing. It would take her one second to grab it, but that's a way that I can set up my day. And then you know, I'm, I'm trying to not look like the person at the start of that video and be 310 or 315 pounds. I generally catch a workout in the morning. Um, 
I, I like to write down three things I'm grateful for every single wow. morning. Um, I, I try to I try to put as many things in my life now on autopilot that I possibly can, so that I don't even have to think about them. Anything that I truly want to see show up in my life, I'm trying to get them to just be autopilot. And, I, and generally, I'm trying to knock them out first thing in the morning because keep this in mind, everyone on the call, you have the most willpower in the mornings. So mm-hmm. if it's working out, if it's doing your homework, if it's uh, getting in the word, if it's eating healthy, you have the most willpower in the morning and the least willpower at night. So don't think you're going to put off all your most important assignments. Don't think you're going to put off your Bible reading until the night because you would be really hard to make it a habit at that point. Mm, that's so good, man. I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to our podcast later and, and apply some of those. Cause that's great. Well, I'm going to go to some student questions that people have for you. Uh, this first one's from Jackson for you talk about preparation as a player. What was it like to prepare as an NFL athlete and what's it like to prepare as a commentator now? What does that look like for you? That's a great question, man. I am so big on preparation and everything. I think, Self-confidence is the number one indicator of success in life and success in an event. The number one predictor of self-confidence is your the better you will execute. So just always keep that in mind as a player. 97% of what we did, you did not see on TV. So most of our week was preparation. And, and people always say, I can't believe these football players get paid so much money to play three hours of a game. They say the same thing about pastors. I can't believe they spoke for an hour on Sunday and these guys even get paid. Okay, there's so much work that goes into what you do not see. And it looked like 10 to 12 hour days, most days of the facility during the season. Now, I'm not ever complaining about that. That grueling work was fun. It was rewarding. It was so much fun to spend that time with all the guys in the Bills organization. And then as a commentator, the big thing for me with the Bills is I have all the storylines that are especially Bills related. Now I have to have great knowledge of the entire NFL, the team they're playing. If I show up unprepared and I don't know every little nuance of the Bills, I can be embarrassed. So I prepare pretty hard for those Bills games too now.